Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast. And if you want to hear more than just this highlight from the show, become a Coast Insider and you can listen to the complete program, plus recent episodes about out-of-body experiences, the scientific search for extraterrestrial life, and biblical prophecies, which may have foretold our current state of global turmoil. So head on over to coasttocoastam.com and sign up for Coast Insider to catch up on what you may have missed from coast to coast. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. What a really great night we've got in store for you tonight. Uh, two of my favorite guests, L.A. Marzuli, Russ Tizdar with us. L.A., of course, is an author, lecturer, filmmaker. He has penned many books, including the Nephilim Trilogy, and has received an honorary doctorate for his series from Pacific International University. L.A. has lectured on the subjects of UFOs. He's got a new book coming out soon about that. The Nephilim, the ancient prophetic text, as as well, presenting his research at conferences and churches, as well as appearances and interviews on media outlets worldwide. L.A. Marzuli on Coast to Coast. L.A., welcome back. To be here, George. Thanks for having me on. And let me bring in Russ, of course. Russ was with me uh, some time ago. Russ is a licensed and ordained minister. He was a former police chaplain at the University of Akron's Police Department and was permitted to teach on the occult and satanic crimes. Russ works with the victims of satanic ritual abuse and has investigated these satanic rituals, occult crimes, and mind control. Russ founded the agency Shatter the Darkness back in 1982 to engage extraordinary underground growth of satanic ritual abuse and its connection to the Nazis, government programs, programmed assassins, and has spent thousands of hours working with many victims and in investigations of the connection and ritual crimes. Russ, thank God you're still okay. Thanks, and welcome back. Still alive, George. Appreciate it very much. Thank still you. kicking. Great. L.A., uh, tell me a little bit about the partnership with Russ, whom we think the world of. Yeah, Russ and I go back, um, I don't know, 10, 12 years. We were both at a conference together. We realized we were looking at the same phenomenon um, from different viewpoints. I was kind of looking at things coming down from the air, uh, i.e. UFOs, and he was looking at things coming up from the ground. And we just hit it off, and we've been in, I don't know, at, at numerous conferences well over 30 or 40 conferences together. And oftentimes, uh, conferences will just have the two of us come and speak. So it's always good to see Russ. Uh, he's, a, he's a great battle buddy and a really good friend. And, L.A., with Russ, have you come up with a specific conclusion uh, about what you think is going on this planet? Well, that's, that's, that's an incredible question. <laughs> Let me just say this. Yeah, I think we're in the midst of a cosmic war, a cosmic regime change. Um, we've seen evidence of this. Uh, throughout history. It, it's ongoing. It's certainly burgeoning. Uh, the world is crazier now than it's ever been, uh, more volatile than it's ever been. And um, there is a luciferic uh, hierarchy. There's a luciferic agenda, which is being played out. Uh, it's being played out in film and the music industry. It's being played out in, in the deep state in certain uh, aspects of our government. Um, I know I've been threatened. I know Russ has been threatened. Other people that I know have been threatened by the so-called deep state. Um, it goes back to World War II and the Nazis and what they brought in, which was then paper-clipped into this country, and that, that those occult underpinnings have never left this country. Uh, it gets back into Parsons with Babylon Working. Now there's a, a television show called Babylon Working. Right. I mean, you're not making this stuff up. They've probably been listening to Russ, and that's why they came up with the show. That's a good point. Russ, what was it that got you interested in investigating 
satanic rituals and that kind of abuse? Oh, just hearing the stories. When we started hearing the stories, that was the big issue. There were so many um, individuals coming to us in 1980, 1982, three, and so we formed a team to say, wow, these are wild stories. I mean, we believe that there's a dark side. We know there's really this stuff, but to hear this uh, ritual stuff and organized stuff and underground stuff, so... We began to investigate and and go back, you know, look for it underground, dig dig up bones, do all that, travel everywhere to Europe. So we've done that for thirty some years. We're doing it to this very day, and the evidence is there, George. All that uh, many people fear that's out there. There's a dark thing, a new world order coming. It has boots on the ground, and it's 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 more ingrained than we realize. It's it's more organized. I mean, it's deeper than even the deep state idea. Because it's supernatural, it's an interface uh, with the dark side collective and the humans who have, um, call them the Illuminati, call them the ancient brotherhood, call them the secret, you know, the, the, the shadow system, you know, government. They're there, and they're moving forward. And feel free, L.A. or Russ, to jump in and uh, react to what the other or one of you is saying at any time, okay? okay. <laughs> your, both your mics are up in the... Uh, You'll be able to do that. When you mentioned, Russ, uh, underground, uh, it brings up to me underground bases and things like that. Do you think they exist? Well, sure. I mean, there's, I mean, there's evidence of that for sure. Even in the state that I live in, uh, there's uh, one of the big four, you know, um, Wright-Patterson. Uh, I don't know how many, it's like 13 levels down. Look at the boring machines that have built the underground all over the United States. That's true in Russia. That's true in, in Europe. When I was at the Himmler Castle in Germany, Vadelsberg, uh, the vast underground there. And I believe, as you look in the book of Revelation, when it talks about the wrath of God, look how it talks about the inhabitants, you know, the ones that connect to the Antichrist. They go underground. They, they, and even the false prophet, he comes up out of the underground. So there's no question that the underground, thousands of years ago in the Old Testament days, Ezekiel 8 shows it very clearly. They were underground, they're operative, they're organized, darkest of rituals you can think of, and yet now it's beyond anything, George, in collective human history. L.A., what's their end game? What do they want? Well, they, they basically two things. They want control of the human race, number one, but they want to be worshipped. These ancient entities, which are, which are underground, as Russ just stated, want to be worshipped. And what's incredible, you know, when we, when we, when we uncovered the, uh, the Kandahar giant story, we broke that in Watchers 10, uh, that's when I was contacted by the so-called deep state and basically threatened because that was too, way too close to home for them. That giant, which was at least 12 feet tall, came out of a tunnel system. That tunnel system, I believe, connects at different points throughout the planet. Now, I can't prove that, uh, but we, we keep hearing you know, stories like this. But you, know, you mentioned deep underground bases. In my film, In the Rome Wars, we have two people that come on the record anonymously because, again, they won't come on camera. We have to disguise their voice, the whole deal. They talk about being taken down into an underground base. And this one particular person was groomed. He was like, uh, he scored really high on his test, and he was uh, in, in a branch of the armed services, but he was being uh, sort of groomed by the brass, and these high-ranking officials would come and take him out and get him liquored up on the weekends. And one weekend, instead of taking him back to the base, they drove and drove and drove. And they wound up uh, in this very remote area, and the mountain basically lit up, and they went down into the mountain. And he found himself 
uh, and Wesley Sangiorgi does a wonderful job bringing it to life with CGI. But he finds himself in this underground base where you know UFOs are hovering, and there there are aliens working side by side with uh, American Army personnel. Now we've heard this before, uh, th- but this contact that came to me was my first you know person that I've ever talked to that had claimed to actually been there. But then there's another witness who came on the record again anonymously who basically stated the same thing. Something is going on. We know that deep underground right. military bases exist, and there was a quid pro quo. There was like a, a Faustian pack, if I can use that expression, years ago, maybe in the Truman era, the Eisenhower era, when all this you know, paperclip stuff, the Nazis came in, and with that came occult workings and occult, an occult belief system that had been working all the way through the Third Reich, and it just, just kind of went underground, as Russ said. It went underground, and it's still... It's still here today. Well, wasn't Hitler obsessed with the occult? Absolutely, completely. I believe Hitler was an occult adept. Um, I think he he was um, uh, completely sold out to the dark side. Um, I also think he escaped the Fuhrer bunker and uh, lived to a ripe old age somewhere in South America. Yeah, Argentina, somewhere like that. Right. And then you have Hitler with Himmler. Their their dream was this, uh, and they stated the goal, 200 million godmen. Now, what they meant by godmen, hybrids. hybrids. They, they have that from spiritual secret doctrine, engagement with those entities. I stood in the Hall of the Dead there at Vadelsburg Castle, where they would, they would sit down there waiting for those entities to communicate, to give them ideas. Uh, they would summon. They had uh, Villigut, the sorcerer, uh, summoning. So... George, the entire basis of the Nazis was supranatural, and that, that was like a, a massive uh, spike in the development of this agenda. And so I, I look at it as an 80-year agenda, but the last 40 years have demonstrated it here and around the world, and now we're seeing the eruptions of it. But, but here's the point. What we see right now, what we're able to look at, investigate, and the unbelievable underground that we, we have you know, been able to see it's, we're, we're scratching the surface. It's yeah. bigger, it's broader, it's darker, it's menacing, and uh, it's predicted to, um, to literally um, spring out after the great chaos. Is it more intense now than it was, let's say, during the Nazi era? I would say yes, for a couple of reasons. One is, I mean, look, look what occurs over there in the regional area. They call it a world war, but there was a region in which it all began to develop. In the, it's kind of like the seedlings of the end, the very end was, was dropped there. So when the Nazis lost, what happened to them? Did they lose, really? No. Everywhere you follow the rat lines worldwide, George, New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, South America, all through Europe, United States, Russia, every one of those places, those rat lines go. Within 20 years, the rise of satanic, richly abused people. Now remember, that's the tools they use. Their goal, master race, hybrid or altered humans, for one reason. They, Himmler said, we need 200 million of them to conquer the world, and to maintain a 1,000-year Reich. So that, that, never, that, has, that has never stopped. That has continued. It simply went worldwide, and it is broader. Uh, I'll throw out an estimate, and I know it's going to boggle minds, but we've been doing this 38 years. I believe at this point, when it comes to richly abused, altered humans, highly demonized, programmed, we're talking four generations and 100 million on a global scale. On this planet right on now? On this planet, right now. Wow. 
Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.